Hey, it's Stu at Bitcoin and Financial Independence. And I wanted to talk about an idea that I came across on LinkedIn about how fiat currency could possibly work. This is something, you know, Bitcoiners love to hate is fiat currency. Fiat currency, just to quickly define, is currency that is backed by nothing. Most of the currencies of the world in history, like going back a lot of times, People used gold for money or coins that were backed by gold or paper that were backed by gold, stuff like that. So a, a fiat currency is not backed. And so that's what we have now with the U.S. dollar when Nixon left the gold standard in 1971. It used to say that you could trade in a dollar for a certain amount of gold at the bank. And now that's not a thing. You, you have to go buy gold from a, a gold dealer or something like that. But Basically, the reason why they left the gold standard was so that they could print more money to face whatever they needed to face. And, and just it's basically just become funny money, not backed by anything, just this shared delusion. Obviously, money already is this shared delusion in that we all agree a dollar is worth a certain amount. And if we don't, we don't have to transact. But that's kind of how things work. Um, I do talk about this more in episode 34 about how. Uh, most fiat currencies tend to be inflationary and rob you of purchasing power. It's very hard to save in a fiat currency as the amount of money in circulation continues to rise. It's just like with COVID and how they printed $5 trillion. So it's a tricky thing to manage. Most fiat currencies do not have a really good track record. I think the average lifespan of a fiat currency is 27 years or so. But I wanted to share something that I I had never before considered about how fiat currency could possibly work in a good way. There is this post from this guy I follow on LinkedIn. His name is Roderick Mann. Uh, I interviewed John Coffey, and he is a big fan of this guy. But basically, Roderick is saying how we are in an everything bubble between stocks, bonds, gold, Bitcoin, homes, cars, everything. The wealth that we thought we had from all of this money printing is fake. It has a price and that price is being paid right now. The price is inflation and also debt. And then he goes on to say that we have dug ourselves into this big economic ditch and transitory wealth is evaporating almost as fast as it first appeared. Then he says, as his takeaway, cash is not trash. Cash is the only thing that makes any sense today. And I took an issue with this post that he made and the point that he made. And I was like, how can you say dollars? You know, they report inflation to be at 8 or 9%. Really, it's higher, especially if you look not just year over year, but over the last 18 months, because we've been in high inflation for 18 months. So the year over year it doesn't paint the full picture, but we're definitely in double-digit inflation in the last 18 months. So I was just asking him, how, you know, what are you saying? I imagine you're not a fan of fiat currency because of all of his other posts are talking about all the issues with central banks and money printing and all this stuff. And I'm like, how can you say fiat currency is okay? And so I, I asked him this question and, and he says, I work and get paid in fiat currency. I pay my bills with fiat currency and I buy stuff with it. What's not the like? 
Cash is the only place to be when all assets are crumbling and cratering. Crypto too has collapsed. Now this guy hates crypto, hates Bitcoin. He lumps it all into one. There's no differentiating Bitcoin versus the broad crypto market, uh, which is a distinction that I draw where I say Bitcoin is the only thing that matters. So everything else is just noise. And I continue to push on this because what he's saying about fiat currency, you know, he's saying it's fine and cash is the only place to be. And like, okay, I'm just surprised by your take on this. And it seems like there's some sort of disconnect and are mostly aligned thoughts because I agree with a lot of stuff that he says about the money printing and all this stuff. But the fact that he's okay with fiat currency is kind of bugging me. Like, seems like it doesn't add up. And then he finally starts to explain it to me to where it makes sense. And he says, quote, Fiat currency confuses people. It is the irresponsible government spending more than they collect, now taking national debt all the way up to $31 trillion. Overreach and overindebted Dutch and British empires made the same mistakes and their currencies cratered. But currency can be anything, and no, it does not need to be backed by anything. It simply must be responsibly controlled by a monetary authority. The currency in circulation should roughly track GDP growth, and that is the simple math when it comes to avoiding inflation or deflation. The only way currency abuse will cease is when we finally get to a one-world currency presided over by a single monetary authority with the wisdom to understand that the creation of government debt is reckless and irresponsible a mortgage on future generations that they never agreed to assume. That's the end of the quote. And so at this point, you know, I was just thinking, how can I agree with this guy? And, and it seems like he doesn't get the issue with fiat currency. And that's basically what I was saying. is like, you don't get it. You don't get it. Then he explains all this. And I'm like, okay, changing my mind back. You do seem to get it. And it does seem like a workable system in theory. But I also think, it's nearly impossible that we'll ever get anything like this. And to that, he responded, quote, if a balanced budget was the law of the land, it wouldn't be impossible. But before that could become law, people need to collectively, from a majority demand standpoint, understand the terrible consequences of debt that is declared, money spent the government doesn't even have in the first place, and the debt simply divided among and across 330 million citizens to make it look harmless and insignificant. Okay, so... Basically, what he's saying is fiat currency is fine. It doesn't have to have a backing like gold or some commodity or Bitcoin or anything. Money can just be money. It can be funny money. It doesn't matter if there's $1 trillion in circulation or $2 trillion. As long as the money supply tracks roughly with gross domestic product or basically you could say the productivity of the whole economy, it could work. And in theory, inflation would remain at 0%. So if the economy grew in one year, they maybe adjust the monetary supply by that same percentage of growth. On the contrary, if the economy shrank, they would shrink the monetary supply. And that would keep things even on the inflation and deflation level. So inflation would essentially be 0%. And in theory, this could possibly work. I really just don't see how we ever get to it. Obviously, if it was a law of the land, sure, maybe, but just trusting that one central authority is really hard. We've seen that abuse of power from Franklin Delano Roosevelt. We've seen that from Nixon. So it just seems like such a long shot. And 
I love the idea, and I'd be curious what other Bitcoiners tend to think about this. But basically, if I had to choose between what we have now, fiat currency, and the next best option would be Bitcoin. And a lot of arguments can be made that Bitcoin is a better system than fiat because it's, it is uh, decentralized control. And it's you opt in or opt out. You're not forced into it. You're not imposed to be in it or out of it by any government. You just choose to or not to. But, you know, as I outlined in episode 34, Bitcoin is deflationary. And that is really good for saving money in Bitcoin. But it's not so good for growing an economy because it, it discourages you from from using your money. So anyway, if you want to learn more, listen to episode 34. But I just wanted to bring out this idea that in theory, fiat currency could be a good thing if there was a trustworthy entity controlling the amount of money supply. And if that money supply closely, closely tracked the productivity of a nation, the gross domestic product and everything that country produces. So really interesting idea. Would love to know what you think. And if you have any critiques to this, I'm not an economist or any professional in this space, really. I'm just exploring these ideas. And I thought this was a cool one. So let me know what you think. And remember that financial independence is doable. Uh, grab $10 of Bitcoin from Swan if you feel so inclined or from Strike. And I'll be back with you soon.